1: Welcome in. Episode 71. We had given you a false count last week, but this is official. Our guy, Victor, crunched the numbers. Episode 71 of What's Right with Nick Wright, the YouTube show and podcast. By the way, we always say like, rate, review, subscribe. I kind of just do it. It's a cursory mention. I was thinking about something. If you're listening right now this moment, write a brief review. I want to see how many reviews we can get, particularly on the iTunes podcast app. Because it's easy easy to, uh, to rate. But if you don't leave a lot of reviews, I would love to see a few reviews. It, I'm not to give you guys homework, especially after if you listen to the gambling show I cost you guys money. We'll discuss that. We're going to be better. We still like the process. But before we get to week two in the NFL, here's what we are not doing on today's show. Not on today's show. Aaron Judge hitting home runs 58 and 59. I We typically won't be talking baseball until the postseason. Judge chase for the American League home run record and the absurd belief that 62 is the real record as if Barry Bonds didn't hit 73. It, we, we will get into that at some point. The Patriots survive in Pittsburgh. Now, maybe, listen, our our five picks this week, you know what? Might not have cost you money now that I think about it. We're going into Monday Night Football. We could have a winning week. We could go three and two, but our lock lost. we'll talk about that. But one thing we told you to stay away from, the Steelers. Why did we tell you to stay away from the Steelers? Cause our square producers loved them. Oh my God! They were like, "Oh, can you believe the Patriots favored?" And I said, "Ooh." When those folks, so you know what? In order for us, our only real mistake gambling this weekend was well, there were two mistakes. We'll get to them, but one of them was the moment Matt and Vic and all of our producers. In the chat, we're like, we love Pittsburgh. We should have thrown the Patriots in our picks. Sorry, guys. Listen, I apologize, fellas. Oh, look at Gabe. Oh, Gabe, leg day today for Gabe. How about that? In the office, nice and tan. This is one of the reasons to look to watch the YouTube show. I Gabe's usually producing the show from you know a faraway locale. Sometimes as far as <laughs> London. All right, last thing that missed Sunday ticket. Get your shit together Sunday ticket. I didn't know Sunday ticket was down. I thought yesterday your Wi-Fi was crap. I yeah, I I raised my voice at Deanna because I thought she was streaming too many things. <laughs> then I I have an alternate backup internet line right. for when the TV show was in the house. I plugged that in hardwired. None of it was working. I tried the PlayStation. I tried everything. Then I'm like, hold on a second. And I check Sunday ticket Twitter. down for the right. country. Two weeks in a row. We need you to work for 18 days a year, 347 days a year. Sunday ticket technicians, take the day off. 18 days a year, we need you to work. You're 0 for 2 so far. Okay, so all that did not make the show, but kind of made the show. I'm fired up today. Damonze, let's get started. Unfortunately, I think we're starting on a little sour note, but go ahead.
2: Yeah, Trey Lance, your boy, got injured really early in the first quarter with a leg injury, carted off. Adam Schefter says he's likely done for the year.
1: Yeah, by the time people hear or see this, he will have probably just gotten out of surgery for the broken egg. Right. Brutal.
2: And Jimmy G came in and meshed with the offense pretty well immediately. Mm -hmm. Holding on to Jimmy G's got to seem like a genius move at this point. Mm -hmm. As a 49er Super Bowl ticket holder, do you feel better about, about your chances now?
1: Okay, no, I don't feel better about my chances. So let's first, yes, holding on to Jimmy Garoppolo at $6 million a year, was, of course, the right move. And everyone tried to make it about, oh, Trey Lance is going to stink. Oh, they don't believe in Trey Lance. When it was the Niners, Kyle Shanahan's been there for five years. Three of those five years, they've suffered a significant quarterback injury. If you can have a more than capable backup quarterback who knows the system, who knows the players, all of that, for $6 bucks, of course you do it. It would have been dumb for them to move on from him at that price point when no one in the league wanted to trade for him. That was not about Trey Lance's ability or inability. Now, as someone who bet it to be a Chiefs-Niners Super Bowl at 50-1, to do I feel better about my chances? Of course not. Because the entire... Now... One could argue maybe I should feel a little better about my chances independent of what's going on with the Niners just because of what's going on with the rest of the NFC. Right. The Rams weren't overly impressive trying to blow a seeming a 28-3 lead against the Falcons. The Bucs offense can't get off the ground. Right. We, the Packers, I thought we'll get into all of that later, but the Packers last night were not overwhelming. Right. So in that regard, the Niners feel like a better bet just because of the competition. But no, I don't feel be- the reason I liked the Niners was because I believed and I know it to be true that Jimmy Garoppolo's play come the postseason is a detriment rather than an aid to them in his career in the playoffs in the fourth quarter. He has zero touchdowns, two or three interceptions and a passer rating of 28.0 for context. Demonze, if you spike the football, like to kill the clock, your passer rating is 39.6. His passer rating is 28.0 in the fourth quarter of playoff games. Okay? So my belief was by the end of the year, they would have a better quarterback situation headed into the postseason than they've had at any point in the Jimmy G era. Now, people always say the – Argument for Jimmy G is, oh, how can you say they can't win a Super Bowl with him when they had a fourth quarter lead in the Super Bowl with him once? That is not the same Niners team. That Niners team had a better running game, had DeForest Buckner on defense, had Robert Sala coordinating the defense. This Niners team defensively is not as dominant as the one that lost to the Chiefs. Also, it is noteworthy. That Niners team made the NFC Championship game by winning a playoff game where Jimmy Garoppolo completed 11 passes and then winning a playoff game when Jimmy Garoppolo attempted eight total passes. In the run-up to that Super Bowl, Jimmy G had a total of less than 200 yards passing. And then last year, when in the NFC Championship game run-up, the game before the NFC, he was bad in the NFC Championship game. He threw the game away for him, you could argue. And in the game prior to the NFC Championship game against the Packers, the offense scored zero touchdowns. They won the game because of a blocked punt touchdown. So, no, I don't feel more confident about it. Do I think the Niners are screwed? No, No, I don't think they're screwed because they've proven with that coaching staff, that running game, those weapons, and that defense, they're a dangerous team in what is right now a watered-down NFC. But what is devastating for them is one of the reasons you want to draft a quarterback. And they spent three first round picks on Trey Lance. Is the beginning of his career, you have the greatest market inefficiency of sports. Great quarterbacks cost you against the cap 40 to 50 million. A rookie quarterback or a rookie contract quarterback costs you less than 10 million. So you have all this extra $35 million to spend on other players. Right. That other teams such as the Chiefs right now don't have, so they move on from Tyreek Hill. The Packers don't have, so they move on from Devontae Adams, right? Well, year one, Trey didn't play. Year two, Trey's now injured. Year three is going to be his first real experience. So by even if he ends up being awesome in year three, that's when you got to sign him into a new contract. They're never going to get the real benefit of that ready-to-win-a-Super Bowl guy on a rookie contract like, right. the Ravens had with Lamar, even though they didn't win the Super Bowl. The Chiefs had with Mahomes. They did win a Super Bowl. The Bengals had with Burrow. They did win a Super Bowl. A decade ago, the Pack- or the Seahawks had with Russ. They did win a Super Bowl. The, you know, the, the Eagles had with Carson Wentz. They did win a Super Bowl. It's a huge thing. It seems like you wanted to chime in.
2: No, I mean, I just feel like him getting injured, I don't think, is the worst thing in the world. I think he's got more time to develop. He's super young.
1: I think it's pretty devastating for him because... You
2: know, obviously it's a bummer, Nobody he wants to get injured.
1: Yeah, but it's now going to be his last year of college played a game, just one because of COVID. Rookie year, barely played. Year three now, barely plays. Year two in the NFL, but so next year, it's going to be a long time without playing regular snaps. All right, what's next?
2: Yeah, no, I get that. Uh, Russell Wilson may need to rehearse his clock management. Yeah, uh, yeah. the Broncos won, but the Denver fans were booing and counting down the game club. Meanwhile, the Raiders lost and your Chiefs won on Thursday. Is this this, is this division finally the Chiefs? Is it safe to say that they've taken well, it? Well,
1: finally. I wouldn't use the word finally. They've won it six years in a row. Uh, but once again, is it the Chiefs Ritt, division? Once yeah, again. of course. AFC West, oh boy, anybody can win it. Oh, my goodness. the You know... Watch out for the Broncos. More on them in a moment. Oh, the Raiders with Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams had two catches yesterday. Yeah. The Raiders gagged away a game in epic, historic fashion. Arizona plus five and a half. What a miracle that was. Um, And the Chargers are dangerous. Don't get me wrong, but the Chargers already lost to the Chiefs. Right. In a game, the Chiefs didn't even play that well. Right. Uh, you know, I've got to... Don't, don't put this on social. But, uh... I got that's... a little note from someone that happens to play for the Chiefs. He might play a prominent position. He might,
2: you know, okay.
1: say, man, Chargers got to be sick. We didn't even play good on offense, and we won. Can't wait to keep this thing going. Now, don't tell the audience who who that player is, but that's a player you're familiar with. What the with. hell? <laughs> that's a player you're familiar with. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, so the, listen, the Chargers are dangerous, <laughs> but – of Listen, the hardest division ever, and the Chiefs are in first place by themselves by week two. Wow. wow. Now to the Broncos. All right. I have been a Russell Wilson skeptic going into this year. Your mom says I'm a hater. You think I'm too hard on him. As it, you guys, I have heard from a lot of people, Nick, you are wrong about Russell Wilson. I am here to tell those people they were correct. I was way too high on him. I That guy is, he he is cooked right now. (laughs) He can't be this bad. He was six of 20 to start yesterday's game. He can't be this bad. He refuses to run the ball. He has now thrown 18 passes in the red zone in two weeks. Zero touchdowns. They were trailing to the Texans in Denver in a must win game. He's been horrible. That's really been awful. Yesterday, he was just as bad as Davis Mills, and the Texans wanted to bench Davis Mills for like Jeff Driscoll or something. Or not. I don't even know. I don't know who their backup quarterback is, but I know the fans are think about benching him. With that said, he is not the biggest problem with the Broncos right now. Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, yeah. Might have been worse in week two than week one. Okay. Okay? He screwed up a fourth and goal. The clock, everything. The fans were counting down the play clock.
2: Yeah. That's embarrassing.
1: I've never seen it happen in an NFL stadium. That's embarrassing. And Demonze, this sequence happened in the second half of an NFL game. Down three. The Broncos have the ball at the 36-yard line, 35-yard line. It's fourth and inches, uh, third and inches, pardon me, down three. Javante Williams is killing it. Melvin Gordon's good. It's third and inches. They call a jet sweep option to their tight end. Well, I read this morning it was his second rushing attempt since high school. It loses a yard. So that was already questionable. So now it's fourth and one and a half from the 36. They leave Russ on the field. They're down three. Leave Russ on the field. Then the last second, pull him off. Put the field goal unit on the field. Tick, 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 tick. They have timeouts. Now you don't want to blow second half timeouts, but this would not be blowing it. This would be, you got to use it. Right. McManus, who, keep in mind, they trusted to make a 64-yarder the week before in Seattle. Right. This is a 54-yarder. Nails it. Clocks expired. Delay a game. Heat up the hack. It doesn't get the timeout in. Now, he pulls him off the field and says, "Pun it," because in Denver, down three, doesn't trust him to make a 59-yarder. When I was told last week in Seattle he could make a 64 yarder, I've never yeah. seen a coach this quickly yeah, make it so clear that he does not know what he's doing in these situations, <laughs> and he looks scared. Yeah, Russ is not helping. By the way, Russ, you're the take over. Buddy. Right, they are I've been here. They are ruined. Niners-Broncos next week, Sunday Night Football. I thought we were going to get Trey Lance, Russ. said we get Jimmy G, Russ. All right, next.
2: Uh, well, Lamar had four touchdowns and looked like he deserved that contract extension or yeah. contract renewal or whatever yeah, was it was re- Yeah, extension, yeah, right? Baltimore was t- up 21 in the fourth. Yeah. Then Tua had one of the greatest fourth quarters ever. Mm-hmm. He ended the game with six touchdowns, and Tyreek went for almost 200 yards.
1: Yeah, and Waddle went for, like, 170.
2: Yeah. H- how bad of a loss was this for you? And is it time to admit that we were all wrong about
1: Tua? Okay, let's start with the, we'll get to Tua in a moment. All right. So, this was the first football game you ever bet. Yeah. And this was not the first football game I ever bet, but I bet a substantial amount of money on Ravens minus three and a half. Right. And the Ravens returned the opening kick for a touchdown. It's looking great. Then picked off Tua. Yep. They then got stuffed on – They up 7-0, they had a third and goal from the one. Lamar scored. They then reviewed it and overturned it. And then on fourth and goal, it was a fumbled snap, and they don't get a touchdown. I'm like, ooh, that usually goes against you. Right. But two hours later, it was 35-14. The Ravens are cooking. And then it was 35-21, and you were sitting there with me, and what did I say to you? I don't know if you remember. I said, we're not in the clear yet.
2: Yeah, you said we don't want them. We to, don't
1: want a field goal. Yeah. And you were like, why do we not? Want? I said, for the Ravens, we either want a touchdown or no points here. What we don't want is a field goal because we're laying three and a half. If they go up 17. There's a world where then Miami gets the ball, scores a touchdown. Now it's 10. Ravens then kill some clock, give it back to Miami with a with tiny bit of time left. Right. And then Miami gets a garbage touchdown with the Ravens, Justin Prevent. They win by three. It's not even that close. Right. You weren't even entertaining I, as a possibility. Yeah, I you worry. were counting the money. It was very snug. And I wasn't entertaining as a possibility. The Ravens could lose the game. Right. Now it was a total meltdown by Baltimore defensively. Lamar right. got stuffed on another fourth and short in midway through the fourth, which hurt. Baltimore's corners were banged up. They had a couple coverage busts. It's a devastating loss for them. They have a chance to really early take control of that division because Cincinnati's a mess. Right. Cleveland gave a game away in even more laughable fashion. Pittsburgh's no good. They could be 2-0 with everyone else in the division at 1-1 and or worse, right? right? Instead, they blow it. They don't only let Miami you know, come back to tie. They then j- go down. Justin Tucker kicks the field goal. And you and I are thinking maybe our bet's alive. Miami goes down, gets a field goal. Right. And then the Baltimore overtime, goes and Baltimore scores. goes and scores. We win. But after the Tucker field goal, they didn't let Miami drive the length of field, score another touchdown. Easily. So it's a devastating loss for Baltimore. They got to clean that up. Yeah, Lamar was exceptional. For you to lose a game when Lamar's that good is horrifying. Right. Now to Miami. I am. Absolutely, unequivocally, not wrong. Going to buy into Tua because of the fourth quarter. Listen, he made a he the, doubling down. He made a... i no, I'm not listen. I'm not doubling down. I'm just maintaining my position. He made a couple of nice plays, and I'm happy for him on it. One very nice play at the goal line, and I obviously love their weapons. And I really, I think Mike McDaniel's a smart coach. He was targeting one particular rookie corner, which is why River Craycraft kept getting targeted in the you red zone. Kind of
2: see that he's still not used to throwing into these really fast receivers. No, because a lot on, of them are underthrown. I've on noticed.
1: one, on the one of the t- the the two giant plays in the fourth quarter, one to Tyreek Kill was underthrown, right. and if the safety's there, it's picked. Right. And the other one was just a total coverage bust. The guys Tyreek's running wide open. Right. This is yeah. what I would caution people on. Throwing four fourth-quarter touchdowns is incredibly rare. The last person to do it, however, was Sage Rosenfels, for 15 years ago. I say that to say this. This one performance, it's weird. People always caution. And that's our time, but we got one more topic. People are always cautioned not to overreact negatively about teams.
2: Like Nathaniel Hackett over here with the clock, but go ahead. Oh, sorry. yeah, that's a good line. Don't remember. Uh,
1: they always caution not to negatively overreact on teams. But then they just dive face first into positively overreacting. Yeah. I'm going to have to listen to so much bullshit today about how the Giants are back when they're not. <laughs> the Giants are 2-0 thanks to a 58 and 55-yard field goals against against mediocre teams. I'm not – the the idea that I'm going to have to believe in – oh, I'm sorry, the Giants are back thanks to a 55-yard field goal and a missed field goal, I should say. And I don't even know what their length was that was made in week one, but it was a missed field goal uh, by Fat Randy, Randy Bullock in week one. And okay. I'm going to have to listen to the idea that uh, – You know, Tyreek was talking about Tua getting the contract extension. Let's all pump the brakes. (laughs) Am I open to the slight possibility that now, two years removed from the hip injury, Tua is the guy that I thought he was coming out of Alabama when I said he should go number one. That door is this much ajar. Am I ready, however, to do what the question says, which is admit I was wrong?
2: No. You know he threw for 18% of uh, his touchdowns of his career? In that game yesterday? Really? 18%.
1: That's wild. It's a crazy stat. I didn't know that. Yeah. I also, here's the other thing. He was exceptional in the fourth quarter. He was pretty bad before that. He had two first half interceptions. Yeah. He wasn't looking and they were looking like they were gonna get blown out. So I listen, yeah, I Baltimore
2: kind of just fumbled there.
1: The two of fans can crush me if he ends up being awesome. I'm gonna remain a skeptic.
2: All okay. Right. All right, you're, next. you here first, folks. Cincy's Super Bowl hangover is looking worse than a, a hangover of mine coming from pianos,
1: oh.
2: even though I don't get really? hangovers. Uh, yeah, I'd never get are hangovers.
1: Are they in the back of an ambulance? <laughs> I
2: actually wasn't <laughs> drunk that night, but the Bengals are. That's
1: o- a lie. No,
2: I wasn't. That's the, a the, lie. The Bengals are 0-2 after facing the then gauntlet. Then why'd you lose
1: the fight? Lose. Well, you ended up in an ambulance. He didn't. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Because, I don't
2: know. The Bengals are 0-2 after facing the gauntlet of Mitch Trubisky and Cooper Rush. Uh-huh. Was last year officially a fluke? That's That game was insane. Okay. That was, that was, was our second
1: see. bet. That was my yeah. second bet. Demondsey, in one weekend of NFL gambling, got the full okay. range of emotions of the worst possible types of gambling. Yeah. He didn't get the range of good emotions right. gambling. But he got the, oh, this bet is in. Right. I'm already spending the money. This was easy gambling. Why doesn't I do this every weekend? Yeah. To what the f- just happened
2: <laughs> from the very in the span start. of
1: no 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 that that's just the Ravens game. Oh, that, okay. In I'm the sure span of it. thirty minutes, that that's one type of terrible <laughs> gambling loss. The other one is a game where it's like, <laughs> oh, I Vegas f- <laughs> here. I can't win. We're nine minutes into the game and I can't win. The moment the Cowboys converted that fourth and two on the opening drive, I'm like, "Oh boy, <laughs> that seven and a half sure seems hard to get to." And it was it. Was, that bet was dead from the moment. Yeah, it was
2: never a time at any point, point in the game that you think that where that was you gonna felt happen. like
1: you had a chance. Right, never a time. And if it was, and it also though did teach Demonte the value of half points because if it was just Bengals minus seven. There would have been a time when they tied it up in the second half. You're like, maybe I get right. a push out of this. But when it's seven and a half, it's like, even if they come all the way back and take the lead, yeah. I can't win.
2: They got to get the ball again. I right. got to go for two. Right. And they're not even thinking of me
1: betting. Right. They're so. not going to go for two for right. us. Like, no. Uh, all right. So Cincinnati was not good enough to make the Super Bowl last year, but they did. So how did it happen? First playoff game they play. Derek Carr has multiple chances in the red zone, final drive of the game, and doesn't come through. Okay. Second playoff game they play, they have no business beating Tennessee. Joe Burrow is sacked seven times, but Ryan Tannehill was a double agent that game working against them. Third playoff game they play, (laughs) they were getting their teeth kicked in by the Chiefs. The Chiefs are annihilating them up 21-3. to The Chiefs then, Mahomes has a brain... Fart right before the half and then plays the worst half of his career. And I give the Bengals massive credit. They took advantage of it. Even still there, everything went as as wrong as it possibly could go for the Chiefs in that second half. Still went to overtime. And at the very end of regulation, Mahomes had, had Kelsey open. The game-winning touchdown, just didn't throw it. So they, they were not a juggernaut last year. So last year, they were not quite as good as it ended up being. This year, they have no business being this bad. And I'm going to put the vast majority of it on Zach Taylor because to not have a game plan that recognizes Micah Parsons needs to be double teamed throughout is indefensible. Just run seven man protection if you're and two man route and two man routes. There, there was a play where Micah Parsons, forget being double team, wasn't single team. Yeah. <laughs> this is let, let him go. <laughs> Might be the best defensive player in the whole league. Let him go. I am not, but so most of it's on Zach Taylor. A little bit of this is on Burrow. Burrow's in charge of calling out the protections, and Burrow holds on to the ball too long. He just does. So some of these sacks are on him. I think the Bengals are going to be alive for the postseason come the end of the year. I don't think they're screwed, but I think they are around the same team they were last year. A slightly above 500 team that with the right breaks win 10 or 11 games, with the bad breaks wins eight or nine games. I I think that they thought they addressed their offensive line. They clearly didn't. And the defense at least stepped up in the second half until the very end. It was... That was going to be an embarrassing performance, even if they escaped with a win. But for them to let Cooper Rush drive the Cowboys in field goal range at the end of that game was unforgivable. <laughs> Not just because I forget my Bengals minus seven and a half was dead, but I had the Bengals just to win the game in a nice little teaser I put in Sunday morning, and it didn't just go great. just board. I, It was total, total failure. With that said... The biggest failure of the day, I think, happened in Vegas. We'll talk about that next. What's right.
0: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
1: What's wild is I've gotten in a fight more recently than Demase. That is. Oh, that's not true. It was one week before. Really? Yeah, because I told you the story and then I blame myself remember oh yeah i told one week prior to demanze's thing i had to defend my wife's honor (laughs) like a knight
2: like a knight
1: and i was so proud of myself and the result and everything that i then told demanze about it and a week later he he got in his fracas and i was like i'm the worst dad ever Like I just know like I put somewhere in his subconscious this was a good idea I blame myself so much
2: It was a a bad week for me
1: Right because five days after this he got super COVID
2: Yeah he got COVID I had no idea what was going on with me man That Um, was the worst Just came off a hernia surgery
1: That's right that's like right it was a
2: bad month whammy. December
1: 2021 was bad month it was really and bad. it's all turned around since then
2: it has it's been all uphill from there downhill um,
1: is what you say oddly enough no what is it yeah I think it's uphill
2: neither really makes sense yeah, no downhill means harder up, but downhill uphill, but uphill means when I think when you think of like uphill and downhill yeah because like my life bad. downhill. yeah you're after right after I started Which doing is, whatever yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, no no you you know what you're correct but uh, I, it, neither should be neither sounds good it's like a catch-22 <laughs> <a> catch <22. laughs> good try though
2: right because like but when you say like things are on an incline i feel like you know that yeah. like they're they're going good
1: no you're right you you are correct on that you you nailed it i corrected you and i was wrong but um, that's not how it sounds all right you ready for the second segment let's do it <laughs> all right welcome back in episode 71 what's right nick Wright. Podcast, YouTube show. Thank you for watching. Thank you for checking us out. Demanze, what are we starting with?
2: The Cardinals, baby. The Cardinals had a crazy comeback. They were down twenty three seven to start the fourth quarter and won in overtime. Mm-hmm. Carly Kyler Kyler Murray was basically perfect through the end. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals saved your pockets from a very hefty
1: hit. Oh my God, that would have been a disastrous week. And on
2: top of that, you've dogged on them a lot. Mm-hmm. You've got to finally give Kyler Murray his credit, right? No. Sensational game or no. sensational closeout. No, 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 no,
1: no. Okay. okay. So I've dogged on the Cardinals, most notably because of their coach. And their coach continues to be a doofus. I stand okay. by that take. This was a game neither team deserved to win. And it could have ended in a tie. Underrated part of that game is on the scoop and score in overtime. The guy who got it for the Cardinals, I forget his name Oh, right he now.
2: dropped the ball. Like, he threw it out of bounds, actually.
1: Yeah, like... <laughs> a quarter second right. after crossing the goal line. You know, if he if if he would have done that early, that's Raiders' ball at the 20. It's a touchback. Oh, that's, it was fourth. it was fourth down? No, 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 not because it's fourth down. If you, you fumble out the it. back oh, of right. your own end zone, it's the other team gets the ball. Right. And so if you fumble out of bounds, you keep the ball. If you fumble out of the end zone, the other team gets it at the 20. Right. It's an cr- incredibly punitive rule. Uh, and that would have been justice. Because neither team deserved to win this game. So here's what here's what I've come down to on Kyler. Because I don't think he played that well the majority of the game. With that said, one of the two-point conversions, he scrambled for 21 seconds. I've never seen anything like it on a football He ended up at like the 25-yard line. Yeah, and it, it he ran deep. 85 yards total right. on the play, left to right and forward to back. Kyler doing – maybe this is Kyler's whole reasoning for not wanting to watch film. It's so like I'm best when I'm doing backyard, draw it up in the dirt, high school football stuff. He is arguably the greatest high school football player in the history of Texas. Like that's what a lot of people were saying about him before he even got to the NFL. He then sat on the bench in college for a long time, finally got a year to do his own thing, won the Heisman. I mean, he clearly is a sensational athlete. I don't love his disposition. I don't love his leadership. I don't love his height. There's a lot of things about him I don't love. Um... But I didn't think the Cardinals were some horrific team. So I picked them plus the five and a half yesterday. I right. was like, I wouldn't be shocked if they won. Either way, I think it's going to be a one-score game. Now, through the first six quarters of this season, they look like the worst team in the league. Chiefs kicked the shit out of them, and they're on 20 nothing on the Raiders. Right. But part of that comeback also was the Raiders totally Raidersing it. And if I'm a Raiders fan, thank Raiders. God I'm not. I you're now. Feel like your season's hanging by a thread already. Right. And that's a game you have no business. A lot in. of yeah, a lot of
2: bad things went. A lot of things went wrong for them. Like, no, I know, agree. Like, how do you think Tom going to turn around and do that?
1: It's probably not, not necessary. F bomb. I, mean, I meant like freaking. I know? got you. That's fine. No, no, no. We're allowed to curse on the podcast, but we just like it to be for impact. Yeah. Just casual. <laughs> uh it gives the producers more work. They got to bleep it the whole night. Um. <laughs> No, I agree with all that. And I'm not even sure A.J. Brown, A.J. Green, pardon me, caught the final two-point conversion. Down 16, need two touchdowns, two two-point conversions. And it, the, the Raiders got to stop.
2: I have this theory. I'm yeah. sorry. but I'm not going to cut you off. But I have this theory that A.J. Green was praying that they were like, please don't see that the ball hit the ground. You know, Cause cause he I thought got up did. and he prayed for a minute. Oh, really? Look, I mean, he did like the thank God thing, but it was more of a like thank God type of thing. It was it. like very close to call. But.
1: So listen, I, the, it, but even in overtime, the Cardinals had a fourth and one right. and throw a bomb. Now it was a great pass, but Hollywood Brown got it dislodged from him because that's what Hollywood Brown does a lot. Like, okay. no, I don't. A Kyler is a fun, exciting player with obvious limitations. Cliff is, a doofus. They also, on the final two-point conversion, took a delay a game. So instead of being from the two, it was from the seven, and there's some speculation they did that on purpose. More room to work. That they wanted more room. That's bananas. You can't possibly rather do it from the seven than the two, but whatever. Listen, I'm from the from a pure Chiefs perspective, here say went really well. Licking your chops. Raiders lost. Broncos look terrible. The Ravens, who I'm concerned about record-wise, threw a game away. Right. The Bengals look cooked. The Colts, who I thought could have a gaudy record, I think, are we getting to them at some point? Uh,
2: Yes, a little bit.
1: Are we? I don't think so.
2: Yeah, it's...
1: I don't think we're getting to the... Jack... Oh, okay, so we are getting to the Colts at some point. The Colts look like they're a mess. Uh, So from a pure Chiefs perspective, We'll see how Monday Night Football goes. In fact, I think that's what we're talking about next. Go ahead.
2: Yes, there are two Monday Night Football games tonight. How do we feel about that, by the way?
1: I... I, Listen. I love the NFL. I love the NFL. We're we're bordering on too much football. Okay. I just, just... We're coming close to it. Like, for those of us that are married, our wives... Most of them, or married, or if you're a woman listening and your husband's not a big football fan, or significant others, if they're not big sports fans, if you're listening to this, I know you are, have come to terms with the fact that Sunday is football all day, most of them. Right. And Monday night football's been such a staple. It's like, and Monday, most Mondays. And about 15 years ago, it's like, by the way, honey, also Thursday nights. But then in the beginning, the Thursday night games were s***. But now it's like Chiefs-Chargers on a Thursday night. Right. So now it's Thursday night and now we're ex- it's one thing to do monday night games if you were going to do two at the same time but one starts at like 7 one starts at 8:30 so now it's an even extended window so things like this happen tonight <laughs> my kid's school oh yeah has a parent <laughs> cocktail party you know who's going with my wife Demonza. this guy yeah. yeah now do you know why you're going yeah why
2: because you can't go. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs>
1: like, you no, mean? of course. But do you? Can I tell you something? There's oh
2: like, yeah, an, I,
1: I, can't, I. I don't want you to guess. It. I just want to say. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you're gonna guess. I'd rather just say. There's also. Uh, I think Danielle. My oh boy. I want to make sure she doesn't get mad at me. Okay, I'm gonna say this the exact right Yeah. Way. No, no, no. I got it. You I got help. this. I. You know what? We're already walking down this path. You got to finish the trip. So our daughter goes to an amazing school that I adore. And the all of the teachers and administrators there have been nothing but exceptional. I could not speak highly enough about this school and the people that go there. And the vast majority of parents there have been amazing. I think there's a few parents that maybe look down their noses on our crew a little bit. And your mom tends to feel that at times. And your mom also happens to be a, not to make you feel awkward, but a stunning woman who does not look to most people like she has a kid Diora's age. People are surprised when they find out that she has a 17-year-old. I think your mom likes the idea of bringing her 24-year-old son. Like, oh, who's this with you? That's my son. <laughs> oh, really? Of course. Oh, this is, really? That's true stuff. I think that is, I think there is a small piece of that, because the question was, was she going to go with my mom or with you? <laughs> now, to be totally fair, I encouraged the you part of it. I was like, nah, my mom's going to, all of a sudden, my mom's going to be setting up like, oh, yes. this lady wants <laughs> to go to lunch. And blah,
2: all Definitely. this
1: stuff. Nana was not it's <laughs> not who we need there. I was like that is going to be is not no good. She I was like bring DeMontse. It's like bring Demonse. But so, the point is, to, to get back on topic, I'm okay with it as a one-off, but I know the NFL. The NFL it's going to have massive ratings and now it's going to be it's going to happen all the time in a few years. And eventually you know significant others are going to draw a line in the sand right it's going to be like four nights a week and that they that there's nfl games it makes me nervous all right let's get to the actual games my god i really have been nathaniel hackett on the clock today. yeah you definitely we saw. might need to by the way for the fifth dip separate time retool the clock for mondays in football season just yeah. so i have at least even a, a small chance to get it's into it.
2: changed up so uh the bills and josh allen are laying 10 against yeah. the titans Kirk Cousins is 2-9 and nine on Monday Night Football, but lots of people like the Vikings versus the Eagles. Are you sticking with your Vikings pick? And what about Tennessee Buffalo?
1: All right, so... Sorry, I had to send a text. My my driver's here early, so I just had wow. to text him. There's neither here nor there. All right, Hang the question back, was... Now. No, 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 I mean, I'm making him wait because I'm so bad at clock management, right. uh, but I had to text him. Okay, I'm sticking with the Vikings. I don't care about Kirk Cousins' Monday Night Football record. <laughs> I think the Vikings are going to be able to move the ball at will on Philly. That's what I believe. And I yeah. uh, now it's like Philly might be able to move the ball on Minnesota. Right. But Minnesota's defense looked really good in week one against Green Bay. Now, what I will say is I'm not quite as confident as I was Monday or as I was Sunday, whatever day it was. Then I made the pick Friday, Monday, Sunday, one of the days. Here's why. One of the reasons I thought Minnesota was going to be able to move the ball at will against Philly's defense was because Philly's defense let Detroit move the ball at will. I'm like, yeah, Detroit's offense not going to be any good. Detroit just scored 35 again. Yeah. So it makes me a little more skeptical, but I still like Minnesota. I think they're the better team. Okay. Now, Tennessee-Buffalo, it would be shocking if Tennessee wins the game. But I didn't bet on this game, and I'm not going to pick the Titans, but I didn't bet on this game purely because a Bills loss really would make this the perfect Chiefs four days. And I got
2: the Bills winning by 17 tonight, by the way.
1: like, Well, you know they're only 10-point favorites. I
2: know. I just got a really strong feeling about this one. So
1: you're yeah. trying to get a little bit of your money back from the weekend, or yeah. just a feeling, or you? you know,
2: I, I've got, I've got a feeling. I'm just imagining that I bet on this game.
1: Oh, now Demonte's going to find the third. We talked about the thir- the different forms of gambling pain. Demonte dealt with the first one, which oh, the- is which is I this bet is one. I'm spending the money, and then you get stomach punch. The second form, which is the bet is dead before the first quarter is over. He's going to experience the third one tonight. Which is be totally correct on a pick. Say I'm I should have bet it, not bet it, and then watch the entire game angrily. (laughs) Just like God, dog.
2: Oh, actually, I'll be at the cocktail party.
1: You will be at the cocktail party, and you'll be checking. You're you're gonna be like, I can't believe it. That's unbelievable. Demonte's gonna be standing in the corner of this bougie New York City school cocktail party, cursing to himself a little less. Mom's gonna gonna be like, What's wrong? Be like the. Bills just scored again. <laughs> She's gonna be. I. By the way. You know, Nana, my mom listens to this podcast. Your mom, I don't think, does anymore. If your mom finds out you started gambling, mm, boy, mm, boy, not great for me. We'll deal with that. We'll see. You know what? We'll update you guys on Thursday with if if we'll find out if Danielle listens or not. I don't think I'm busy. And nobody snitch tag her. By the way. This has happened to me once before. Someone that listens tweets or Instagrams at my wife is like, "Oh, you should I listen.
2: think I might have seen that a couple
1: yeah. times." Yeah, who are you? What are you doing? If you're a friend of hers and you think she deserves to know, text her. But if you're just somebody that's listening and you're snitch-tagging my wife and stuff, you're you're bad person.
2: We got to talk about Aaron Rodgers now.
1: Yeah, I know. We're way late. All right, we're right or wrong. Go ahead. New game. Or not new game, but time for the game. Go.
2: Old new game. Aaron Rodgers looked better against the Bears. And Tom Brady finally beat the Saints. Yeah. The Bucks host the Packers this week. Right or wrong? The winner of this game is the favorite to win the NFC. I
1: mean, they will be the gambling favorite. Okay. They won't be my favorite. Um, Green Bay, I I thought still looked a little shaky Sunday night. They're, I mean, they looked good in the in first the, half. In the second half, they slowed down a bit. They got kind of lucky on a goal line call. Not that they would have lost the game, but they wouldn't have covered the 10. Thank right. you for covering the 10. Tampa, you know, the great uh, ESPN host and HBO host, Bamani Jones, watching football with us yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he made the point that Tampa's path this year is going to be similar to the Broncos' path the last year with Peyton. And not that Brady's going to. Peyton was, I think, nine touchdowns, 17 picks that year, and they won the Super Bowl. Peyton was bad. Brady is not bad by any stretch of the imagination. But the question with Tampa is going to be how far can the defense carry him? That defense right now looks like it might be the best in football. They embarrassed Jameis. They annihilated Dallas. Now, those aren't two overwhelming offenses they're facing. Right. But I am. A little, you know, if you remember, I said I thought Tampa was going to start the year one and three. Well, they're two and up. Now, I do think they're going to lose the next two against Green Bay and the Chiefs, but that defense could carry them further than I was prepared for. And if Brady, you know, Brady's dealing with a lot of stuff right now. Say it again.
2: Nothing. I said use his elitism.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Brady's scary in the playoffs. He's dealing with a lot, man. This is what I want to say about what Tom's dealing with. I don't know what Tom's marital status is. I do know it's being reported that he and his wife aren't living in the same place, that they're on the rocks. Whether that is true or not, that is a devastating thing to have to deal with. If it's true, it's the most devastating thing you can deal with other than something involving the health of a dear family member. Even if it's not true, having the whole world speculate on the health of your marriage is it, it it would be very, very hard to lock in the way Brady locks in throughout the week. So either way, I think Brady's dealing with a lot. If by the end of the season that is quieted down, they get healthier, Tampa could be dangerous. But no, I don't I'm not ready to say the winner of this game's favorite to win the NFC because I haven't been overly impressed by the Packers and I have not been impressed at all by the Bucks offense. All right, next.
2: Brady's dealing with a lot. Good thing he's got Mike Evans to
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, Mike back. Evans did have his back. And Mike Evans even said to the ref, uh, "It's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. What do you want me to do? I actually like that. I hated it. Why did you um,
2: hate it? Uh, me. Tom Brady's a grown ass. He's a grown man. Um, you don't. You don't. The the guy on defense, Lattimore, I don't know his it, Mar- Marcus. Marcus. Yeah. Dude was excited. Like he's talking his crap. Like get off the field. Tom Brady gets his little panties in a bunch. Starts talking crap." And then out of nowhere, his teammate. you don't just let? Talk. It's not like he's gonna get shanked. Okay. Nothing's gonna. It, it's Tom Brady. We are not in
1: the streets. Nothing's. Mm-hmm. He, so two things. One is a little context. Mike Evans and Marcus Lattimore. They, yes, they have history. They have history. He's
2: looking Wait, for a reason to get on.
1: Or I, I keep saying Marcus. It's Marshawn Lattimore. My, right. Uh, did I say Marcus? I might have. But it's Marshawn. I thought you said Marcus initially. But, okay, it's Marshawn Lattimore. My apologies. Uh but set that aside. Yes, he's a grown man, but he's the quarterback of the team. He did, Mike Evans did the absolute right thing. there. It is Mike Evans' job. Like, I'm a grown man. Right. If we walk out of this store and somebody runs up on me and I bark back at them and they look like they want to fight me, I damn sure expect you to jump in and hit them.
2: Did Lattimore at any point touch Tom Brady?
1: No, because Mike Evans put him on his ass. (laughs) Listen, I'm not a big listen. uh, And by the way, Brady knows no like that his teammates got his back. This is the. Listen, with with, there, there's some privileges to being Tom Brady, which is you're allowed to talk all the trash you want, no one can hit you. So yeah, I I understand you being frustrated. I'm being a hater. No, you're not being a hater. It's just. As,
2: I mean, when you don't, I mean, I definitely understand. I
1: understand your frustration because it just seems like, like no, but in, in like dogs in this, right in the situation that I described, you have to be Mike Evans and I get to be Tom Brady. <laughs> so I understand the frustration, like I'm going to get in trouble for some mess you started. And as the person who in that situation is Tom Brady, it's like you damn straight. All right. Don't worry about it. All right, next. Fair enough. We are so late today, the, sorry.
2: The Panthers and the Colts both lost Sunday. Hold on,
1: wait, are, the, are we skipping the Oh, Rams? crap,
2: I'm sorry. No, yeah. no, no, not the Colts. The Rams almost blew a huge lead to the Falcons. Yeah. Stafford looked shaky, and they still only won by four points against the damn Falcons. Mm. Right or wrong, all that matters is that the Rams won.
1: Well, because, here's the thing. They were dominant throughout the game. Right. And then got a pump blocked for a touchdown. Cooper Cup fumbled the ball. The Falcons did the smart thing. When you're down 14, you score a touchdown, and you go for two. We don't have to get any analytics on that, but that's a no-brainer. It was a sharp move by an otherwise not very sharp coach in Arthur Smith. All of a sudden, they've passed into the end zone to win the game, and Jalen Ramsey saves it. And then even after that, there was another chance because they, they shanked the punt after the intentional safety. I did like the intentional safety. Again, we don't have time to get into all that. The Rams looked so much sharper through the first three quarters, then I'll go ahead and say all that matters is they won, but they're not some juggernaut. They're not some juggernaut. All right, next.
2: There we go. The the Panthers and the Colts both lost Sunday. Both Baker Mayfield and Matt Ryan look like they're lost in their new teams. Right or wrong, neither Mayfield or Ryan will be starting in the NFL next season.
1: Just so you know, small little minor grammatical point, if you use the word either, you use or. If you use neither, you're supposed to use nor. Just so you know. So if you say neither this, it's nor that.
2: Uh, did I say? Or, I, you said neither either or. or. I said neither or.
1: You said neither Matt Ryan nor or, or Baker Mayfield. But again, I'm looking at the script. That's that's Matt's, our producer's, you know, bad yeah. grammar. You're yeah. just. Yeah. Thanks, you're for, the, re- thanks yeah. for the
2: grammar, listen. Coach no. check it. Let's get
1: okay. it. All right. You know what? You're right. That is a bad use of my time right now. Uh. Okay. I'm actually just trying to avoid answering this question because <laughs> I had the Colts winning 12 games in the division and I had the Panthers in the playoffs. I think you're probably right. Neither of these guys are starters. Matt Ryan did the old self-sack yesterday, which is like pressure gets around him. <laughs> and he just just, buckle. just just went down like, don't touch me. And and the Panthers, listen. the Baker's Panthers, in
2: an unfortunate situation, I feel like.
1: Well, listen, the Panthers have lost games because of a 58-yard field goal and a 55-yard field goal. That's unfortunate. But Baker hasn't looked good.
2: Yeah, he hasn't been great.
1: You know who did look good, though? The old prince that was promised, Trevor Lawrence. Oh, yeah.
2: He looked good. He did look pretty good. He looked
1: good. And all of a sudden, they're in first place in that division. Titans could drop to 0-2 tonight. The Texans are a mess. The Colts are embarrassing themselves. Jags making the playoffs pick. That one's looking strong. All right, last. Last,
2: we got the Browns, who had the worst collapse on Sunday. They were up 13 with two minutes and two seconds to play. The odds said they had a 99.9% chance to win, but the Jets scored, got and recovered the onside kick and scored again to win. Right or wrong? Unfortunately for Cleveland, karma is real.
1: I Listen, I'm not a big karma believer. I'm also not a believer in folks killing Nick Chubb because Nick Chubb could have gone great. down. In, no, but he could have gone down inside the two when he scored the touchdown. If he goes down inside the two, after they get the first down, before he scores a touchdown, then they can take knees. Right. But I'm not going to kill him for the following reasons. First of all, Kareem Hunt went out of bounds before that or else it wouldn't have mattered. Second of all, Stefanski needs to c- communicate it to Chubb. And if they just take knees from that moment, they're kicking a field goal to go up 10 and uh, the Jets have less than 30 seconds. So the fact that you're calling running plays means you like the guy might try to go score. Third of all, it's not like he had a long Area of the field where he could go down. He had to right. get to the two to get the first down, and then he's got one yard where he has yeah, to like immediately he stop. To he doesn't want to go out of bounds. Like so, the whole thing. What the the Browns collapsed because they had a deep they had a defensive lapse. Then they didn't recover an onside kick. Then you let Joe Flacco engineer a touchdown drive. I'm not killing Nick Chubb for this, but I am delighted the Browns lost. All right, we are <laughs> as late as we've ever been. Very quick final segment. We'll be
0: right back. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers, to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS 162 or MS 170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
1: All right, welcome back in. Final segment, What's Right, Nick Wright, YouTube show podcast. We'll be back on Thursday. Uh, I just checked online. The Colts are still the favorite to win the AFC South, followed by the Titans. You can get the Jags at plus 340 to win the division. I gotta, I got to spend more time on that. But the fact that they already have the tiebreaker with Indy. Indy does look like it's a mess. And I think Tennessee's going to lose tonight to Buffalo. That might be a smart bet. I wasn't. I Before the year, I picked the Jags to make the playoffs, but not to win the division. I got it. Let me see. I'm. You know what? I'm going to check one more thing live on the air. You said, what was it? The Jags are plus 340. So 100 bucks to win uh, 340 bucks. What are the Jags right now to make the playoffs? Plus 270. That's, I, I think the Jags, I, I think the Jags looked frisky more than a little bit frisky uh, on the picks. So we gave out five picks on Friday, Baltimore, which I feel like we were on the right side of a lot of things happened That happens green Bay, which was clearly the right bet Arizona, which we were on the wrong side of and got lucky. So that maybe cancels out Baltimore. Minnesota, which plays tonight, and then Cincinnati. Cincinnati, I'm very frustrated with us about. Not only because it went so bad, but because when I was giving out the pick, I said, this goes against so many of our tenants. This goes against so many of our rules. Massive favorite on the road who we don't know if they're even that great of a team. All of those things. I was just so blinded by the ability to bet against Cooper Rush. So we're going to clean that up. Hopefully, the Vikings cover tonight, and we're at an even, Steven, 500, 5-5 five five in the year, 1-1 one and one on our locks. Our survivor's still alive, by the way. Uh, and we can go into week three just trusting our process a little bit more. All right. So I'm a little disappointed in myself there because I stayed away from the Jags because I was like, ah, I don't want the Jags to bite me twice. But I, had, I was so confident the Jags going into the year, and they were three-and-a-half or four-point underdogs against a team. The Jags, how about this? This, will, this is unbelievable. You won't believe this, Demonse. In the last three years, the Jags are 2-and-like 28 oh, no, I- against the entire NFL, but 3-and-2 against the Colts. <laughs> Whoa! wow. They have beaten the Colts in Jacksonville eight straight seasons. We'll and they were getting points. We didn't bet them. That's right, though. We'll be better. We feel good about everything from the weekend for the most part. We salvaged We, we salvaged it. Except for Demonze, who only made two bets and went 0-2 and is not going to bet the Bills tonight and going to regret it. That'll be fine. All right, so we got two Monday night football games tonight. We will cover those in Thursday's show. Also, anything else that happens throughout the week. And DeMondsey will report back from the cocktail party that I can't go to where he gets to hang out with the bougie parents of uh, our daughter's high school friends. All right, that's all on Thursday show. Thank you for watching and listening. We'll be better at the clock on Thursday. See you then.
2: Take care, folks.